Long past the hour for quitting labour, amid the smoke-filled haze of the south gate, the after-lodge crew continues to linger in the rubbish of the temple, under the watchful eyes of right-worshipful Grand Censor Bob. Not recognised nor endorsed by any grand or subordinate lodge of regular masons, irregular masons, co-masons, Canadian masons, or internet wannabe masons, they banter on as always. Puffing cigars, drinking stale coffee, making terrible jokes, studying agency law, spreading the intemperance and excesses of digital masonry, and generally disappointing all seven of their podcast subscribers. Do yourself a favor and stop listening now. Only trolls and masochists dare to eavesdrop upon this after-lodge banter. Welcome to Adder Lodge, episode number 109, your Zionist crusaders against all of anything that ain't us. Join this week by Adder Lodge, Harlan, say hello Harlan. Hello. Also, working with producer Bruce is here. Yes. Making our plans to rule the world, upsetting Muslims all over the country. Causing them to decide they want to shoot up a Masonic temple in Milwaukee or somewhere. We'll yeah. try to. It's definitely the, uh, the entire religion of Islam. Not, it's all of them, right? Yeah. Because okay. we all know that, you know, nutters never go and do something nutty nope. on their own. It's all it's all them Islamists. It is. And as a uh, as a proud Zionist uh, member of the Crusades, God, that's so funny. Uh, I guess I guess we're making enemies. Yeah. We should like stop letting those people in our country. Maybe we could for a while. <laughs> Maybe we could build a wall till we can figure out what's going on with them. We could build a wall, see, and we'll make Syria I mean, pay for it. I'm sure some of them are good people. Don't get me wrong, but a lot of them are rapists, murdering. That's true. That's true. Shooting yeah. up a, a Christmas party. I mean, we just need to build a wall, <sighs> and we'll make Syria pay for it. If they won't pay for it, we'll make Lebanon pay for it. We'll just go down the list. Hmm. It'd be great. It'd be great. You know, I like, like, I don't particularly care for Obama, but my mom, like, every day for the past two weeks has said something bad about Obama every day, so I've become his number one like supporter. Like, you just get defensive? Like, yeah. It's like, hold on. That's my president. Well, th- no, it. I'm more like, what did he ever do to you? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, what has he done to you? Like, last I checked, you didn't have insurance. Now you got insurance because of that dude. Like, aren't you happy about that? Well, I ain't going to be able to afford it next year. Well, you got it this year? <laughs> like, you know, like, yeah. what did he do to you, woman? <laughs> Uh, he sat at the resolute desk while black. No, I believe that is the no, offense. No, I think Grave I think crime. I think my mom has punishable by death. I think they moved CNN, so now she's oh. watching Fox News. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so she's just like, I, I didn't know all this. He's horrible. <laughs> oh yeah, you missed out on all the fun, uh, fun stuff. Tony and I put together our uh, our uh, intellectual masturbation seminar last night. About the daydream 
that he has, and I guess I share now, of if somehow we could take Bernie Sanders and we could meld him with Rand Paul, like, together as one. Like, if they could get, like, gay married or something. Okay. What a what a fantastic candidate that would be. But then, then it all just fell apart. And I got news for you. Neither one of them dudes are going to be ever nominated for anything because no. the parties that be don't want yeah. them to be. Well, that's great. We mostly just devolved into, you know, fart jokes and our usual right. after-lodge shtick after that. But it was, uh, at the time, it was, it was an honest discourse and everyone was engaged about, like, different issues and how if you could just pick between the two, you could put together a solid platform and then everything was way too serious, and so we just devolved, like we do here. Hmm. Uh, mostly because we were tired of seriousness. Because uh, Brother Squared hijacked our chili cook-off last night. Yeah, I've heard nothing but butt hurt and tears about this Yeah, well, because he doesn't, he doesn't understand our chili cook-off, apparently. People come here, not just for the chili, but to see our, our shtick where we're salting each other's chilies and swapping numbers around. and Sabotage is a big part of that cook-off. Well, hang on. First a big all, part of that cook-off. If you were to salt somebody's chili, and that might get them a vote for me well, because I like... It, it did, actually. It would probably improve Tony's. It did. Um, so what we ended up with was, like, I got here with my chili, and Brother Squared and Grand Sensor Bob had locked themselves back in the kitchen, like, because we got a little half-door thing, mm. like, with a counter. And they were making everyone turn over their chili, and then they were serving it in these numbered cups for people that came through, and no one got to know what their number was, and it was all way too, like, official and serious. But they still knew which one was which. They should have done it double blind so that nobody knew. That's the only way to make it fair. Oh, no, it's brother squared, so I promise you it was on the up and up. That's, like, the most frustrating part of it is... Yeah, but He's he's such a rule follower. So... We were all just kind of moping around because we couldn't do anything. And then I reminded Tony, because I got tired of this being all politically correct. Tony really wanted to know what number his chili was. And he couldn't tell by looking at the little bowls because, you know, we had seven chilies and six of them look exactly the same. Soupy spaghetti with beans in it. Couldn't he tell by tasting it? And then there was like one other one. So I knew which number mine was. But uh, no, he couldn't tell by tasting it because most of them were the same because they all make the same chili here it, it anyway you would think somebody that devoted to making the perfect chili would 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 be intimate enough with his no. chili to know no, no, no he's about cheating last year true last year he left this place with a full pot of chili so and, and the trophy come, that shit come out of a can <laughs> and we both know it that's that's what i'm trying to get at he probably bought that at, at wendy's and yeah. added the spaghetti on the way here no, uh, wherever he should no, he'd have been able to tell because it's which one had yesterday's Wendy's hamburger patties ground up into it. <laughs> Would have been his. So I reminded him that his key to the lodge also works on the back kitchen door. So his eyes lit up, and then I kind of followed him outside, and he opened the back kitchen door where you know all the officials were, and he gets down like this. What? This big guy gets down on his hands and knees, and then he like slips in the door real slowly. And he ranger crawls across our <laughs> kitchen floor to behind, like, the the steel counter that we had all the chilies on. And there, there and are now three other people back yeah, there. Yeah, there's, there's three people back there None running of them around see Tony is, is a big guy. Like, oh, he's yeah. kind of hard to miss. And he's got that, that grin on his face he always has as he's, like, crouching down behind the refrigerator, 
like peeking his head around to to look and finally he figures out which chili number is his and then he crawls backwards which was <laughs> i really wish i had that on tape back out of the kitchen out the door closes the door real slowly and and it, well, you guys know what our kitchen looks like. I'm trying to explain it to the audience. It's not like there was a lot of place for him to hide. Like it's just a, it's an open, it's long, it's area. long, but it's narrow. It's and a long room with a bar, with the, like an island. Yeah, the area from the door to where the island is is just, it's just open. Yeah. And so he ranger crawled across this open area with three people back there, and none of them noticed this big guy <laughs> scooting across the floor. And then he ran back inside and told everyone his chili number, but it didn't help him because, uh, as producer Marshall, raised an army of minions to come in here and vote for his chili. And I'm, I'm kind of glad though, because if Tony had won because of that, oh, then Mike, been a lot Mike would upset people. Yeah, no. namely Mike. Yeah, Brother Squared would have been filing Masonic charges or some stuff. He might have burned the lodge down. I, I don't really know. <laughs> well, I mean, y'all. I mean, everybody's like whining about him, you know, I making asked, it to where y'all couldn't cheat. But here's my question: Who put him in charge of the chili? No, cook-off? no, no. That's what I asked when, because I, I got here late because I came from the big educational thing we were doing, and and so I had to get here. When I got I mean, here, I was already check, going. Uh, so I asked the master, and I said, "Worshipful, what's going on here?" And he was like, uh, "Your brother scares me. Like he scared everybody. Like he just came in and started yelling at people. Chili's in the back. Turn him over. This is how we're doing this." And everybody was just afraid. Well, and last like, I checked, chili cookoff <laughs> was more or less a function of the shit of the uh, social club. Yep. So, if it's a function of the social club, am I not the president of that there club? Well, uh, you would mm. be if you were here. Um, it was my kid's birthday. We moved the chili cook-off. Yeah, and when you're not here, the vice chairman of the social club is in charge. Who is? Uh, right now, still you. So, <laughs> then, if the vice chairman is not here, control of the social club falls to the club secretary, who is Brother Squared. Hmm... Trust me, he told everyone this too when I started asking who made you in charge, and he said Jason by not being here. So the plot thickens. I mean, the, but the good news is so this is all your fault. Is no, he knew that I was going to catch wind of this and not be happy about it, and that's why I got a text last night. Hey, I got a VIP booth at this gay lesbian bar downtown. You want to go with me? That's why he's trying to get me out to the gay bar last night <clears throat> with Amy and and Peeps. Probably because he knew that. Uh, well, okay. I would like a gay bar. I guess I don't know. I mean, that's the best hey, he had to offer. That's the best bribe he had. Parties at the gay bars, man. They here's they here's a question I have. You said Marshall won because he brought like everybody he knew. Yeah, no, he knew his chili number. Oh, okay. How? 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 How did he know though? He looked through the window behind the cash register. Hmm. Tony, Tony had to be all elaborate and go in the back door and ranger crawl and stuff. And Marshall just says, hmm, and then just peek through the. Because we got this this giant like window to move food from the kitchen to the dining room. So why he didn't looked. he just? So all that effort Mike went through was for not. But because... why didn't Mike close? Because we have a block for that window. I, I don't know. He should have done. I mean, that. I'm not going to give him ideas on how to make this more fair. If I wanted to do that, I'd enter like a legitimate chili cook-off. I don't even like chili. Like that was the thing. Is when it was over, I hadn't eaten all day. Well, next and year, and then I made a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And some ice cream, and everybody's looking at me like there's there's still tubs of chili back there. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like chili. I just do the cook off because it's fun, and now it's just it, it was a chili cook off. So, yeah, next year, uh, I mean, I, I, I will be here, and I am going to make sure that everyone who brings the chili is secluded in this room, locked in this room, 
forced to watch something like I don't know a James Bond movie and like the most boring thing I can think of. Hmm. We could do that. I could Roger Moore James Bond, so it's even worse. <laughs> by then, by then, my daughter will be capable of conspiring with me. So, so I will work have out. lock everyone in this room, and then we'll like mix up the numbers and all that. Have everyone vote, and the people who brought a chili will not be allowed out of this room. Yeah. So I could send my daughter out there to be real cute and talk about how much she loved chili, whatever. Yeah, yeah. but she won't know. Why don't we just blindfold everybody? Oh, she'll know. Yeah, yeah, you could do that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna Pepsi challenge this. Exactly. Just put like however many bowls in front of them. You don't, you don't want to say do which that. bowl you want or cup or. Whatever. I mean, I'm okay with this, but you don't want to do that. Why? Because I would win. No, you won't. You never bring a chili. Because <laughs> if you had to do, you a, never bring chili. If you had to do a blind taste test with blindfolded judges going down a line of chilies, I would have won every year. You always bring Indian food or some white chili or something that is not chili. First, are you aware I, of the I, definition I, of chili con carne? Um, well, I mean, it requires chili peppers and a meat. Yeah, and depending on which area you live in, some beans. The rest of it is 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 just all flair and stuff that people do. So I don't understand how I've never made a chili because there's always a meat and chili peppers in a dish. Look, I understand I you went and looked up the... specifically. I, I know you went and looked up the, the definition mm-hmm. in like Webster's Dictionary, but traditionally American chili, and we are Americans here except for the Mexicans that are oh, now we're Americans. We're about traditional American chili. Let's see how this is wrong. Go on. And, you know, it, it it's a red chili. Is like, it? like, if you walk into a restaurant, you're like, hey, let me get some chili. Like, they're handing you a cup of, like, some reddish, brownish gruel. So you've uh, you've apparently never left this area to anywhere in, I don't know, the Northeast or... So if you go to the Northeast and you say, can I get some chili, they hand you white chili? Depending on where you are. I mean, it's whatever the chili of the day is. Are you listening to this uh, bullshit? Here's the thing is, it like, what Harlan had, it, sure, it's chili, but like, he, chili. he knows where we are. And yes. the type of people here and what they think chili is. They and think it's soupy spaghetti. He has a chance at winning that. Soupy spaghetti with beans in it. That's what they think chili no, I'm is. With you. There's no, even there's if you no... have the best chili, yes. you're not going to win here. There shouldn't be possible. Because in your you're chili. not making what they think chili is. Which is sad because I had lots of chipotle peppers. I agree. I'm, I'm a little into, upset. I missed your chili. I would have liked drunken that. shredded chicken. I'm not a big fan of chili, but I like the you like drunk the, chicken the thing. He you like chipotle. Yeah. yeah. Like y'all know, like I'm it was like, a red chili this year. Just so you know, it looked like the other chilies. It just had shredded chicken, and because I learned not to do anything white, and it's very hard to make a red chicken chili. Like it. That's hard to do because chicken. Just so y'all know, I like I make the best chili. No, you don't. Like that's my thing. Like people are like, "Hey, my birthday's coming up. Will you make me a pot of your chili?" And it's got like hey, beer. How many years have you how entered many, the chili oh, cook off? Oh. I've many, never how done. How many chili cook offs have you won? I've never done the chili okay. cook off. Well, he doesn't enter because zero he couldn't handle losing because of chicanery and cheating. Mm-hmm. So he just doesn't play. Exactly right. I mean, it, it would be like you, except more noise. Jason wins. But at least contest, I or enter, he quits them because they're unfair. I enter. A, oh, I just said I my last name. Here. I'm a dumbass. I was just gonna leave it be, but you know. <laughs> I was you did ask, it to I was, yourself, I was gonna Casey. ask who that was. <laughs> no, I've never entered. Never will enter. Okay, well then you can't you can't claim to have the best chili. And when I fix it, I, I fix the pasta on the side. You can't claim for, for the monsters what are who want to put Cincinnati the pasta. Now? No, I fix it on the side. It's over here in another pot. Like, if you want to put some pasta I, in I your... I do prefer that. 
because they everybody likes different levels. That's how they eat chili in Ohio. In just so chili. you know, they they have how? pasta noodles and then they pour chili on top of it. Don't you be talking about Skyline. That's a different kind of chili, and it's delicious. It's delicious. It's just not chili. <laughs> I agree. It's some kind of Greek concoction, but it's delicious. I know. You I like Skyline so much that it. I get the frozen Skyline things from the grocery. Oh, that is sad. And and I I buy like the habanero cheese and and, and a bunch of hot sauce. <coughs> and so whenever the wife's not there for dinner or something, like I've got those stowed in the freezer. You're talking about like the frozen hot dogs with the chili? Ooh. No, 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 no. It's it's uh it's like the frozen Skyline pasta with the chili on top. Oh, and, well, I mean, why don't you I, just buy the cans of the Skyline chili? That does and not taste can, anything no, like that. It doesn't. But the frozen dishes taste I mean, very I, similar. If I mean, you get the right noodles, it does. It's all yeah, it, it is. You're probably putting it on like regular spaghetti noodles, and you're like, "What? What is yeah, this?" Yeah, you gotta have the special Skyline spaghetti. What are the What are the special? What's the special spaghetti for that? Well, they're thinner and they're greasier. You got to put more oil on them. <sighs> I'm not, I'll just go to the actual place. I'll drive to Ohio yeah, as but, much as I hate it. Yeah, it's like they don't have an actual place near here, I don't think. No, that's why it's so special when I get to go, because it's in Ohio. Oh. That's the best part about, like, I've got to drive through to, Ohio. Oh, but there's a skyline at every exit in that you state. You have to go to Ohio, though. A reason to visit Ohio. No, no, no. It's what makes being in Ohio bearable. There's never a reason to visit Ohio. So apparently there's a skyline in in Florida. Oh, really? That's too far. And then I'm looking at their website. So you've got uh, Cincinnati, Cleveland, Columbus, and Dayton. And then uh, Manafield. I guess those are Ohio towns. Uh, Some in Kentucky, um, Indiana, and Florida. Those are the only states they're in. Look up Gold Star because, like, like uh, often there's like a Gold Star across the street from the skyline, and you know Skyline was first, and Gold Star are like imitators, but it's a pretty good imitation. Uh, I didn't know those were still around. There is one in a BFE town that you would never think of. That's like in the middle of nowhere, and I know we're in. Like, I shock the hell out of people when I take them to that town because it's a. Little hick town where. So were those in all the same states as the skylines? I mean, why don't they? Why don't they take the uh, the forty whatever states that skylines aren't in? Yeah, like put the gold stars in them. Pennsylvania. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. Why why can't we have a skyline? Is that like the 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 checkers versus uh, rallies Rallies. thing? And then there's isn't there another like? No, uh, checkers and rallies like the same company though. Like these people uh, are competitors. And and there's uh, White Castle. What is Crystal? Crystal. Okay, Crystal is White. Crystal's nasty. White Castle's the shit. No, they're both nasty, but okay, yes, far more. One is much closer worse. to food. Crystal? White, White Castle, no, no, no. White Castle, is, okay. White Castle is more of like a solid food. Crystal's pretty much all liquid. Well, like Crystal, like comes with like a mustard, like automatically, Ugh. which rules them out for me for life. I don't think I've been there since I was about ten. But here's the thing about this Gold Star. I know where it's at. It's like in my ancestral home in Hickville, like in the valleys and the mountains. Yeah, and like I'm like. Y'all want Skyline, and, and everybody be like, hell yeah, but we ain't nowhere near Ohio, and I'll be like, I know where Gold Star is, though. Hmm. No, you don't. How far is it? 25 minutes. What? Then we get there, and we pull up, and everybody's like, I'll be damned. Hmm. Hmm. Hidden treasure. Yeah, Skyline, get on that. Bring those here hmm. to... Uh, to, to and nobody's to ever in there. I don't know how they're sold, and I think it's a front for like some kind of drug operation, because I'm the only person I think I've ever seen eating in there <laughs> when I'm eating in there. And so, every time you go in, there's like 10 people working. 
like uh, three or four, like a normal. After you pick up your delicious Skyline chili, be sure to wash it down with a delicious can of Canada Dry 10. We're picking up sponsors left and right. Well, nothing says love like a three-way. I mean, I don't even want any... <laughs> nice. I don't even want any money from Skyline. I just want them to open some just stores here. Send us... Yeah. yeah like, Make us live next to a Skyline. Skip, skip the checks. Just open we'll it. We'll record this podcast from your Skyline. Broadcasting live from the back of the Skyline in your neighborhood. Skyline Studios. Hang on. <laughs> my cheese fries just got here. Uh, I'm feeling like a road trip. You know, I'm going to be out... Out... Hmm. I might have an opportunity to do a, a skyline here before too long. I'll have to investigate this. Instead of vis- visiting a lodge when I travel, I'm going to go to a skyline. That's how I plan out my trip. I mean, if dude. you're going to Ohio. Uh, going to Florida, actually. But, yeah. I just got to find out where their Florida location is. I plan out my travel paths according to what restaurants are right off the interstate. Sometimes I'll go through the mountains as opposed to taking the flat ground they would take me, like... Three hours and a half less, just because I know of a good restaurant in the mountains. Hmm. Yeah. So, uh, where's that? So, where's the uh, rallies checkers divide? I don't know. Where's the Carl Junior's Hardy's divide? I didn't even know Carl's Junior was a real thing. Yeah, I, th- I thought that was just a joke. That no, that's an east to west thing. Like out uh, west, at some point they become Carl's Junior. I would assume it's the Mississippi River. Like, I know the Crystal Divide. Like, I know the town where Crystal divides because there's a White Castle and a Crystal in the same town. Right. right. You go south of that town, it's all Crystal. You go north of that town, it's Mm -hmm. all White Castle. And that is right around the Tennessee-Kentucky border. Hmm. Because they're right across the street from each other, and sometimes they have shootouts in the middle of the, like, road. We're the real mini-burgers. Your sliders are imitation. I really don't know who come first. I don't they, know who's cheating there. They just pack the shotguns with their diced onions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's called onion shot. You've never heard of that before. <laughs> They're uncooked, of course, but, you know. Well, they do more damage that well, way. Yeah. No, but I know that town. Like, I, I used, there's a White Castle across the street and a Crystal's here. And then when you go south from there, there's no more so White Castle. How far does that line, does it follow, like, the Virginia border? Uh, dude, then, I couldn't or? tell you. Like, I like, just what know, I know a town. What I want to know is, does the Past Master eat at Crystal's or White Castle? The Past Master eats at White Castle's. So, he probably doesn't even know what we're talking about at Crystal's, unless he's been in New Orleans, because there's so, a Crystal's at the head of Bourbon Street in New Orleans. Yeah, Crystal's is all south. Yeah, but if you're in, well, I guess he's on the... And, like, even we're a little south, and it's still mm-hmm. south. I'm trying to figure out, like, the Virginia... Washington D.C. area, like. no, they would be a White Castle town. So, so the the border then doesn't just follow the straight line across. I think it's the actual Confederacy old border. Actually, I think that would make more sense. I think that's part of the old Civil War. So then, but then Virginia would be uh, would be crystals. Well, you would think, but it's a contested state because it's so close to Washington D.C. and the Union that I, I think like somewhere halfway through the state is where the cutoff is. Uh, that's just too confusing. I don't know. Go to Crystal's website. Let's see where the, the furthest north location they... Of course, they've probably opened some in like the past 10 years trying to invade on White Castle's territory. Oh, so we're starting the Civil War with burger joints. Crystal, home of the Crystal Burger. And the first thing that shows up on Google Plus on the side is closed permanently. Great. Good. Um, Good. Nice. Progress. Step in the right direction. Okay, if I go to your burger joint website... The first thing I want to see, if you're listening, uh, Crystal IT folks, is not a a sign up form to join Club Crystal. 
Like, I'm probably just looking for where one of your restaurants are. I belong so. to that club, but it has nothing to do with a burger joint. It has to do with a... Never mind. Uh, do you have a punch card? <laughs> no, it's oh, not a like punch a card. It's like a buyer's it's card. It's like a VIP and... Oh, it gets you in the back room with the... Sh- with champagne the, uh, crystals. and crystals. Champagne on the garden. Let's see what we got here. No, I don't want to share my location with you. Please? People do awful things. Oh, I guess I have to. All right, states. Alabama, Arkansas, Florida, Georgia, Kentucky, Louisiana, Mississippi, North Carolina, South Carolina, Tennessee, and Virginia. Yep. So basically, except for Kentucky, uh, the Confederacy. Yeah, and and that line in Kentucky is like way south, I'm willing to bet. I bet places like right outside of Cincinnati, whatever the name of that town is, and places like that ain't got no crystals. So that essentially, east of the Mississippi and south of the Ohio. Well, I don't think you can get a miniature burger west of the Mississippi. I don't think that's a thing that exists out there, either White Castle or Crystal. Yeah, but you've got the northern miniature burger. Ohio Sir, states. Uh, Brian will have you know those are called sliders now and everywhere. So that's right. right. He is a fan of sliders and life hacks. Specifically BW3s. Oh, he loves everything at BW3s. He mm-hmm. orders the whole menu. That's how he wins. He uh, Last year, he had a challenge of BWs once a day, the entire menu <laughs> in 60 days. <laughs> He was going once a day, ordering something different off of the menu. And the more gimmicky, the better the meal, he told me. At the end of it, he was broke. His favorite was yeah, street was like, tacos. That's the worst that's thing the about BW3s. The food isn't that bad, but the price... The food per, isn't that good the, the price per the food... Nah. That's just God's way of telling somebody they're making too much money. Yeah, he loves street tacos. That's his favorite thing. Yeah. Doesn't like regular tacos, like, but he like loves fish street tacos, tacos from a food cart because those are no street tacos. I don't know what it means either, but he loves it when somebody calls them street tacos. The style. Are we Taco. hungry? Because we've talked about food for like twenty minutes. I am minutes actually now. starving. I'm, I'm pretty hungry happens. too. Can, yeah. we, can we have a? Can we take a lunch break? No. Can we just eat while we're doing uh, the show? No. All right. So maybe we can. Uh, talk so where about should we start here? How about how about we start with the FBI setting up this poor Muslim fella who was going to shoot up a Masonic lodge hall? Well, as we all know, that? if you've ever watched uh, National Treasure, uh, at the I end, have. at the end, yeah. <laughs> Would you like me to explain? If you've it ever to listened you? to the After Lodge podcast or seen the movie, um, at the end of the movie, you see the FBI guy wearing a a Masonic ring. Um, that movie painted out that the. FBI is all just part of the Freemason network, and so of course mm-hmm. they set this poor guy up because yep. you know um, Freemasons don't like anyone that's not straight white and Protestant. Well, you if know, you're I not aware, I don't know how much he was really wanting to do this, and how much the FBI kind of egged him on. I was like, wouldn't it be nice if you shot some place up? Where would you like shoot? He was like, well, I don't like them Masons. You ought to shoot that place up because they're Zionist crusaders. Like, I don't know how much of this was his idea, and how much was the FBI informants trying to like get him a bust. But the most important part of this to me is, A, there's still nutters out there, but B... It was all prevented. Well, all of these FBI attacks where they catch some nutter who's going to blow up half of the world. But I really like the statement from the Grand Lodge of Wisconsin. The most disturbing part of me is, to me is, this is the same state that, that sent Stephen Avery to prison and framed him. I have seen the first two episodes of that show now. Good oh, job, Bruce, for catching up with the again. rest of the world. Not this again. I'm just saying, like, I maybe he had nothing to do with this. He may have just been on his way to school and was carrying school bucks, and they said, those look like machine guns. You're going to prison. 
because he pissed off a neighborhood cop or something. Yeah, he doesn't even own underwear. I don't know. <laughs> Did you watch the Dateline special? I was told that I needed to record that because no. they have a lot of new. It, it just came on like a couple days ago. No, I mean there's I, a lot of new evidence or something. I check I don't know. the subreddit often. I, I need to finish watching the show though. Like most of the stuff they left out of the show is like reasonable that they left it out of the show. I don't understand why Harlan hasn't watched it. Because he's just going to get angry because everybody's going to like, everybody well, who talks about then, it is going to be saying legal things that aren't correct and he's going to be like, oh that's, no! That's what I want! I want to have that discussion. Like, I want to talk with somebody who's not a lawyer about how ridiculous this show is and then the lawyer can be like, okay, here's this, this, and this. Because everything on the show, I've seen two episodes, which they're like an hour piece, right? Yeah. It, it's... Everything's fishy as hell. Like, it, yes, it's all it, fishy. It gets way the, worse. The dude. whole thing sure about does. your right to a fair trial—that's that, a myth. You have a right to due process and a jury of your peers. Neither of those things are usually fair. Well, it's just I, like he didn't even really get that though. Well, he got due process. I mean, there None, was a. Yeah, I, I guess it depends how loosely you define due. I mean, here's the problem. Uh, how the Supreme Court defines it. Here's uh, the reason it ought to be thrown out. It's not fair, just defined. They walked his cousin into a confession, his cousin who has an IQ of about that of a potato. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, the dude's like, like they walk him through it. Like, did you do this? Yeah. Did you do that? Yeah. And so they walk him through the whole thing, and then they give the details that supposedly come from this confession of how the crime happened. Then they introduce none of that evidence to the jury during the dude's trial, but everybody's heard it because it was, like, on every news station every day for, like, three weeks. Mm-hmm. So they convict him on stuff they didn't hear Yeah, in the trial. They heard it in the news. That's not the way public officials should act. It's not how they should act. It's not fair. It's not right. But according to you know the law of the land, that that's it, it's legal. It's part of my beef with the law is is we we have I think we make it more than it is. It is not perfect. Even if it was followed, it's not perfect. To answer your question, though, he's he's never gonna watch this. Mm. It'd be like somebody made a show about us, like our job. Then everybody was talking about how to fix our job and how to do our jobs better. And we're like, you don't know. You're not there. You just watched a movie. Yeah, maybe. I mean, it's not. Anyway, would you like to read the statement from the Grand Lodge of, of, of Wisconsin, oh home of imprisoned Stephen Avery? <laughs> are, are we just joining this whole, like, free Avery campaign thing now? Dude, that, like, I watched all 10 hours twice. I'm pretty sure I've, like, got a law degree now. Because you know the... <laughs> this dude is totally innocent. Because you know the, the thing about, about those kind of documentaries is they're often... Oh, I've done independent research. Like, I went on the subreddit and everything. Independent research. <laughs> Good to see that you're, uh, you're, you know, having a informed opinion. Well, um, I mean, like, here's one of the things. Like, if you go to prison for raping a chick and then DNA found that it was impossible after you had, like, 40 witnesses saying you didn't rape this chick because you were with them... But all those witnesses, that's what gets me about that first episode. Every single witness was a family member. Like like they had said in the news, there were all these witnesses who weren't family members, but not a single one of those people was on the show. No, but like there was the guy at the store that he went to when he went when they went up to Green Bay. Like they had, he had a receipt from the store where he bought supplies at that store. Well, I mean, he had a receipt. 
But he, like, the clerk saw him, like, talked to an investigator, said, yeah, I saw him. I don't remember that. The clerk was on the show? No. No, okay, no, no. See? But that's, but that's, but they cut stuff out of the show, but that's. These are the most still. important people. The ones who were not his family. But what you're not looking at is that first episode where they talk about how he's convicted for a rape and let go. Like, that's not really about the rest of the show. That's just some shit that happens to him you need to know happens for the rest of the show. Yeah. So they didn't go into... But they only had an hour to, like, tell that whole story. They cut a bunch of that story out. Yeah, they should have... Like, he was... Family members. He was... Well, but the family members are the ones they had access to. Family members. Because they started doing the documentary after he was charged for murder the second time. Or the second big trial when he was charged for murder is when they started doing the documentary. So they didn't have access to people from the first time. A lot of the stuff you see is from the deposition tapes that existed. All right. Anyway, we're not going to talk about that on here. I think we should. Yeah, we're going to make a new uh, uh, serial. Thank you for listening to the uh, Stephen Avery podcast. Uh, I will now read a statement from the Grand Lodge of Wisconsin, home of incarcerated Stephen Avery. <laughs> My sister said yesterday that uh, she wished somebody would look at her like Brendan Dassey looks at nothing. Because <laughs> it's so true. He's... Uh, this is... that's, a, that's a popular meme on Facebook. Is it really? Yeah. She stole that? Yeah. Oh, I'm fired. From the Grand Lodge, Sorry. dated 27 no January. Sorry, of... Jason's sister the year of our Lord, 2016. Uh, we are thankful to law enforcement for thwarting a potential tragedy at the Humphrey Scottish Rite Masonic Center in Milwaukee, which houses several Masonic organizations, as well as the Dyslexia Center for Children. Freemasonry promotes love among all people, regardless of religious belief. One of the five tenets of Scottish Rite Freemasonry is tolerance. Indeed, Freemasonry is one of the few organizations in the world that include and welcome those of the Jewish, Christian, and Muslim faiths. Many of the founders of this country were Freemasons, and thus our freedoms of speech, assembly, press, and especially of religion can be traced directly to the tenets of Freemasonry. As a result, Freemasonry over the course of time has been the target of attack by the intolerant zealot. We will continue to promote, protect, and defend love for all people, regardless of religious belief, as we have for over 300 years. Again, we are so thankful for law enforcement for being vigilant in protection of those we serve. Fraternally, Frank J. Stumble, Grand Master of Masons in the state of Wisconsin, and attested to by Michael A. DeWolf, illustrious Michael A. DeWolf of the 33rd and last degree of the Scottish Rite Deputy for Wisconsin. No, I just think that's... That's a well-written yeah. little statement there. I, I normally don't see things that well put together from Grandmasters. That's, yeah, uh, I was... Uh, good words. Yeah. Quite impressed. And then not whole, like... Well, he managed to just say thanks and, you know, say, hey, we're we're good people over here and thanks. And that, that was it. He didn't go on this whole... Well, but he also said that, rhetoric like... thing. He also didn't incite more, like... Like, I feel like that would have happened, like, in our neck of the woods, not our state, but in our neck of the woods, like, the Grand Master would have been like, uh, and that's why you need to vote for Trump, because he's going to lock up these Muslims. Yeah, no, that that's already happening here. Uh, that, that seminar I was working with yesterday, one of the questions I got, because I'm discussing, you know, like, social media and Masonic networking and all yeah. this stuff to our brothers across our jurisdiction, and one of the questions that came up was, we've all heard about the uh, thwarted shootings in Milwaukee at the Masonic Center... And so my question is, where and when is it acceptable for your firearm to be on your person in Lodge? Mm. 
and then I did I did like this James Bond thing where I'm like the way this is all set up in the Grandmaster's conference room I was I was at the microphone and the camera you know like presenting and when he asked that I kind of did like this this standing barrel roll thing trying to be all James Bond like and I I I pointed at the Grandmaster and like thrust him towards the microphone and spun out of the way it was our our grand senior warden got a big kick out of it anyway um i think he's the only one that noticed i did that so uh, but, uh i threw the grandmaster up there and he made this statement which i applaud which he said it more eloquently than this but basically his response was no and then his response was use some common sense and no so basically what he was saying is if if you're gonna do it i don't want to know about it and my answer is no but use some common sense and and I thought he handled I don't have it well. A, I don't have a problem with your Tyler if he's got yeah. a I've, concealed carry. I don't have a problem with him. I'm thinking more and more that like that should become a thing. Like everybody's all uptight about guns in the lodge and whatnot. Just get the damn Tyler like a belt holster and put just stick a gun in it and 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 have the Tyler wear wear firearms. So everybody feels safe and touchy feely. And and we I know that wouldn't end the debate, but. It's kind of according to who your Tyler is. I mean, if my Tyler's Barney Fife, I don't really want him out there with a gun. Well, uh, I'm going to be worried it's accidentally going to well, go off and come in the lodger. I'm, I'm thinking of our Tyler right now. I think he'd be fine. Uh, he's fine. I think he'd be just fine. Uh, in fact, fine. on the list of people in this lodge that I would feel comfortable having a sidearm on display, like he's he's on that list. He's I not mean, at the top of it, but he's on the list. The reason like, I'd be uncomfortable is I don't think he would ever pull it. Like he, they, like yeah, he an would. armed Muslim wearing a hijab, and he's a dude. Like so, he looks even more Muslim. <laughs> could come in here with like an AK forty-seven, shouting Admiral Akbar, and our Tyler would be like, "Well, wait a minute, son. Let's talk about this." Yeah. And he's wearing the sidearm, and he's just not even pulling. He's like, "No, wait a minute, wait a hold on, hold up." And then he would want to have a conversation about Jesus and try to convert the guy. And he would probably bore the guy to death before he got to shoot anybody. Well, but that's... And it would work out fine. My only problem is if he can't convince the guy. When you finally hear the gunshot, it's the sound of the attacker putting a bullet in his own head. (laughs) And everyone runs out there to find out what happened. And and our Tyler's just kind of shrugging like, I didn't have a Still got his gun on his hip, didn't even touch it. Yeah. He didn't have a deuce card. I don't know. I didn't let him in. <laughs> I talked to that man for 45 minutes. So. Yeah. While you were in there arguing about the fence, I was out here protecting the lodge. <laughs> Almost converted him. No, I'm fine. Well, maybe, I did. I converted him right before. Maybe we ought to do that thing they did in that remake of Romeo and Juliet with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and mm-hmm. uh, Kate that Winslet. other chick. Was it Kate Winslet? I thought it was somebody else. No, she was the one in Titanic. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember. Anyway, it was like an actual Scarlett Johansson. No, she's older than that. I don't remember. I, it doesn't matter. Where uh, it was like an actual word that for one. word uh, Romeo and Juliet from the Shakespearean, but it was set in modern day, and all the guns that they carried had like sword engraved on them. So maybe we ought to get the Tyler in AK-47 with sword engraved on the side of it and just let him sit out there with that in his lap. A little hmm. bit of overkill. Yeah, I don't... But I'm, I don't the more I'm... Overkill, thinking, yes, yeah. but... Well, the more, I, the more I hear about this, the more I start to picture maybe it's just part of Freemasonry getting with the times that, like, your Tyler just just straps a firearm on his belt and... and okay. Like, I... 
I, I wouldn't have any... I don't want to do that, and I'm not going to push for us to do it, but like if we did it, I wouldn't complain. If I went to a lodge that was doing it, I'm not... Like, it wouldn't put me off. I'm like, like would, oh, that's strange, I would be and like, then that's, that's it. different, and yeah. That's... So, maybe for those of you in lodges who are all kinds of worried about uh, people that look different from you shooting up your lodge, uh, you should, I don't know, like get your Tyler uh, an old-fashioned police holster with an obnoxiously long revolver in it and... I mean, I'm more worried about some rogue band from Ohio coming over here, personally, myself. That's that's uh, more... I'm, I'm more Talking about Viva La Buckeyes and... I'm more concerned about someone in this lodge. I'm more concerned about you know, somebody like in this Mother lodge. squared after he finds out that the chaplain cheated in the chili cook-off anyway. No, I'm more concerned about somebody in this lodge concealed carrying, forgetting about it, dropping it, it yeah. going off, hitting me in the thigh, and then I bleed out from a leg wound. That's what I'm worried about. Because then the Tyler won't let in the ambulance crew while I'm back here bleeding out from the femoral artery. <laughs> if you're going to talk about Josh, you might as well just name him. Josh, I'm looking at you. Uh, he's not doing that anymore. How many times? He just bought a smaller gun. We had a chat with him. <laughs> we had a chat with him. I'm sure he's not doing that He's like, that oh, you can longer. see that? I'll get a smaller gun you won't be able to see. He is no longer doing such things. I have a feeling he's Bruce Willis in a gun, taping it to his back as he comes in here. I really think so. I mean, to be fair, when you've got as many cartel hitmen after you as as Landscaper Josh has, like, you get a little nervous about being unarmed at any point during the day. He has no cartel hitmen after him. He just looks like all the others from that country. That's the problem. He looks like the people they're after. He's worried one of them's going to get confused. We ought to tell him we have no issue with the Tyler having a gun, and then that way he'll just be Tyler Tyler for the rest of his life. Did any of you notice... Then he's out there with a rocket launcher. Yeah. Why? <laughs> Grenades. Whatever. Did any of you uh, notice the flyer that got put out for the chili cook-off uh, that spelled chili like the country? Five different ways? Yes. Spelled chili yeah. at the top like the country of chili? Mm-hmm. And then yeah. two or three times it spelled it a different and, and way. And my wife was... was that, that was Tony. ...going on about it. And, Tony oh, really? shared I blamed, that. I blame Josh because I thought Josh He did it. spell my name J-A-Y-S-U-N one time. Like... Because I thought, well, English is his second language. You got to cut him a break, and then no. no Tony I'm shared that on Facebook. Was Tony, so it was Tony. I was very. If it was Tony, then it's was, probably there was done something on in there purpose. about voting for Tony. Well, here's yeah. the thing: is like Tony like does stuff like that, so you think he's intentionally like being dumb, so that when he does something actual dumb, you'll just go ahead and assume that he did something on purpose dumb. Yeah. So you're saying if he were to make a post on Facebook with uh, incorrect spelling or bad grammar, you wouldn't correct him on it? No, I totally would. Okay. If I could know it was bad grammar or incorrect spelling, that means it's real bad grammar and incorrect spelling. What if he did it on Reddit? Uh, I mean... Say, for example, our Freemasonry. Oh, you mean like oh, if well, he was asking like questions about entering and, and yeah. actual... Say he's a potential candidate and he's interested Legitimate in knowledge, what I get on there, and not answer his question, but tell him that, yeah, you look like you didn't graduate high school. Yes, uh, that's you, what I'm asking. You probably would. No, I wouldn't. You would say... Uh, because all you got to do is click on my history and you could find like enough like mistakes in my history in the first page... <laughs> Jason would say RTFF noob. Oh, and also you can't spell. If I know you can't spell, you got a problem. Yeah. Because I can't spell. And sometimes I get red squiggly lines under my stuff and I'm like, what? How is that? And it's so misspelled, like spell checks, just like, I don't know. I don't know. What? 
I've never seen I've this, never spelled, this combination of letters before. I've never spelled tomorrow the same way twice, I think. I have no idea how to spell that word. Recipe? I tried typing recipe for 30 minutes the other day. That word blew my mind. I have no idea how to spell recipe to this day. And so I eventually said, how you make something with like directions. I don't know how to spell that word. And then they replied with how you spell the word. And I'm like, that looks right. I... I don't remember now how to spell it, though. How do you spell recipe, Bruce? R-E-C-I-P-E. I think I tried that. Unless you're in France. French. Great. I can't talk today, either. Unless you're in France, in which case there's an accent over the E. But, yeah. Still the same. Anyway. It's one of those words that's the same in every Roman language. So, uh, keeping up with our, with our you're not wrong but an asshole theme. Dude's asking, like, legitimate questions about joining. Is this going to be a problem? Is this going to be a problem? Didn't graduate high school, got a GED, worked in the old fields. It's like the only reply to him on our Freemasonry is, um, you look like you didn't graduate high school. Uh, you need to learn how to spell and how to type. And then goes through and like corrects his post, tells well, him what he's doing wrong. Fortunately, a couple other people replied to him. Oh, did they? I would have felt real bad if the only reply this guy got was from this... Well, it made him mad enough. He just left and I guess went to the sidebar and come to our subreddit yeah, and man. asked the question. <laughs> yeah, if you're coming to the After Lodge subreddit for more gentle treatment than you were receiving in the <laughs> Freemasonry so subreddit, that is really sad. We, something has gone bizarro on Reddit. Like I, re- like, I read that post and I was like, did he get lost? Why is this in our subreddit? This is not can't tell I'll answer. If and then you troll- go to Freemasonry and you read it and you're like, oh. That's wow, what that's why asshole. Because nobody comes to the After Lodge subreddit expecting nicer treatment than <laughs> no, only people well, who don't know us. So then I, I told him, and and so Seattle replies, "Picture your mom will help me decide." <laughs> <laughs> I've gone to the wrong place. It's like Finding Nemo when he ends up at the like in the black part of the ocean, like they went off the cliff. You know, because I said, you know, if the you could creatures. Pay, no, I don't. If you could pay your sorry, dues, I've got a baby, so I just watch. I, I mean, that, I do yeah. too, but we never watch Finding really? Nemo because it's too sad at the beginning, dude. Uh, whatever. Because <laughs> I, you know, I, I said, well, you know, if you could pay your dues, it doesn't matter. And so Seattle asked for a picture of your mom to help me decide. And he said, I'll trade a picture of my mom for your daughter or nieces. And he's like, what? Like, I was like, shit just got turned up to 11. What? Chris Hansen forgot one. Give him a call. And then he's like, what? I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> and he's like, no, it's cool. You can pay dues, right? Because it's cool. It's, it's like he just wandered into the wrong part of the ocean and everybody was getting ready to jump on him. And then realize, oh, oh, this guy just, he got turned up wrong. Never mind. Sorry, dude. You're cool. You're cool. Oh, and the past master on our subreddit is like a movie cast every week. He's making us type out. Yes. Like our favorite movies in every genre. Why can't we do books? Because I couldn't think of 10 sci-fi movies. Did you ever answer that question, Bruce? I did not because I didn't want to get into an argument about The Matrix and its sequels, which invariably would have happened. So I just stayed out of it. You like The Matrix sequels. Yes. You're a fan I of did. them. Yes. I, I also was. both wrong. No. no. But, okay. No. Everyone disliked those because they went into them with they the got, wrong expectations. They, the, the sequels got more philosophical than the original movie. Like, they went into... Right. Well, they right. had to tell a different story. Yes. It, was a, it was a very different story from the first one. You know what I think would have been brilliant on the Wachowski Brothers part? Release the second movie first, the third movie second, 
and then the first movie last. Everybody would have loved all three of them. But they wouldn't have been able to do it, because after the first one, they'd have been like, what? No. No, 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 no. You, you, you can set up the story... You can tell what happens in the first movie in, in five minutes. I see. I think you guys are too young to remember but you like don't how know awesome how it happened. I don't know. And that's that's part yeah. of what makes the first one so great is how it happens. You guys are too young to remember how awesome that movie was because nobody knew no. what they were going to Boom. see. When I that had that movie, movie on out. VHS. Yes. Ooh. I I had to buy a new DVD player for that movie because I bought a DVD player for that movie and it was a new format of DVD that wouldn't play in the DVD player that, I bought. That so movie I came to, out in '99. Yeah. Yep. I remember it. I was not too young. How old were you? How dare you, sir? How old were you? I was old enough. We were teenagers in 99. I, was, I mean, I was you were old 15. enough to appreciate The Matrix as a teenager. I mean, I granted, know. I didn't get it the first time I watched it. Well, like, I had no idea what that I movie didn't. was. Like, it was just the, like, it come out, like, like in the middle of the spring, and I was like, whatever this is, let's just go see it. Hmm. And then I'm like, oh, what is, huh? No, I saw it in the theaters. Mm, okay. And I was kind of scratching my head when I walked out, and then I watched it again. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. I wasn't scratching my head. I was like, that is the best movie ever. Well, it's because you weren't 14. I, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I don't. People that don't like the sequels, well, Bruce hit it. They, they're expecting the wrong thing. Yep. Like, they... Yep. They, the they're sequels in the sense that they use awesome. the first movie as their setting. But otherwise, they're just—it's a completely different. Well, I, I think the theory that Smith was the one and Neo wasn't, and that he never really left the Matrix—he just got moved to a different Matrix—makes those movies much, much better. The Matrix had to start over when they destroyed Zion. It—it it, it couldn't be the same Matrix because they destroyed Zion. No, 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 no. The theory is that like when Neo gets pulled out and he's riding around with Morpheus and all that stuff. You're talking about like at the end of the first one. Yes. Okay. That they don't really pull him out. He's in the Matrix, and then when he like crashes into Smith and does all that stuff, yes, Neo's a program, like made by the Matrix, like they talk about in the second movies. But so is Smith. Like that's supposed to happen, and Smith is the one, and Smith has to return to the source code for the cycle to be complete. That's why Neo can control machines when he's not in the Matrix because he's really not out of the Matrix. Yeah. That the whole Zion thing is in another Matrix for people who rebel. That they basically made two Matrixes. Well, I mean, there there has to be one on each side. They're they're both. Um... That that none of that movie takes place in the real world. It's all within a Matrix, a sub Matrix. Yes, it's all within some form of a Matrix that they never saw the real world. I don't know. I mean, I, I guess you could say that, but there's not more evidence to support that than what's shown in the movies. Yeah, there is. I mean, there's lots no. of clues. No. I mean, it, not compared to what's shown in the movies. No, but they use stuff in the movies that a lot of people miss to point okay, to the well, fact that give Neo's... Me an example. Well, like, Lawrence Fishburne, like, Lawrence Fishburne, Burn, whatever, Boys in the Hood, um, several times, like, when he's in the real world, like, fighting in Z- Zion, like, mm-hmm. he, like, stops and is like, is this even real? Like, that's a weird thing to say if you think you're in the real world fighting machines. Like, there's two or three times where he does that. Hmm? The fact that Neo can can control the machines. Like, he can shut them down when he's in the real world, supposedly. All of his power is within the Matrix, not out of it. So how can he control the machines when he's not hooked into the Matrix? Because he's the one. That's his role as the Anomaly. But he's not that anomaly. Smith is. No, he's not. Smith is a program, just like all the other agents. So is Neo. Maybe. No, that's what the architect basically tells him. 
he's a person. Yeah, but a but the exact same the person, person has s- existed this many times. When Smith pulls himself, it's out. a different person every time, though. No, because they've got all of the video of the past Neos. It's the same guy. That's no. That's uh, all the video you're talking about is stuff he had done in the first movie. No, 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 no. When he's talking to the architect, and there's all of the videos. That's all things he had done. No, that, that was him talking. That was him having that conversation different times. Go back and watch him. All right. That architect scene is like what explains everything, and it's like really hard to like catch the first time. And I didn't catch it at all until somebody pointed it out to me. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's neither here <clears> nor there. So in the first Matrix, there's this dude, and he's just a regular old like kind of hacker by night and insurance salesman by day, and then uh, no, okay. I'm not going to do Bruce's bit on the show. No. Knock, knock, Neo. So Follow the white rabbit. Yeah. And one of those brothers is no longer a brother. It's a sister. Had a sex change. Didn't know if you knew that or not. What? The Wauschkowskis. One of them had a sex change. I did not know that. Yeah. I, I kind of stopped paying attention to him after the... They kind of haven't done anything else. No. Well, I mean, once you do the Matrix, Crash was a really like, good there's, movie. There's there's nothing left to do. They did Crash. Uh, there's two crashes. They did the one with, I can't think of the chick, but she's kind of hot, black the, hair. The good was one was in the Craft. No, both of them are good. <laughs> They're just different movies. The Craft, like that newer movie. They didn't do the Craft. What Crash? Oh, but this chick that was in Crash was in the Craft. Yes. That's like a relatively recent one, right? The one... No, this was like 96, 97. Okay, so different movie, same title. I was going to say, why would you even remember that movie? Because it was awful. Why are we confused and we're like talking about two different movies that have another movie with the same name as... Never mind. That's f***ing So can we do something yeah, on the I board? Just I just want to know why I, they I've made a movie about that Dave guys. Matthews band song. All right. What? What are we doing? Uh, we talking more about the Matrix? Yeah, I would enjoy that. <laughs> What's this empty chair in the North BS? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't understand of, that. It's some kind of twist on the Lodge of Sorrow that some jurisdictions do. We and have an empty I've chair never in the North. Heard of. We do, but it's only because the Eastern Star uses it. So we've got a big fancy chair in the North. But uh, it's never empty. It's always got someone in it because it's like a comfy chair and right. has a pedestal in front of it for you to put your coffee on. Well, it did until Marshall broke it. So you broke it. I didn't break it. Marshall broke it. Not how I remember it. Okay. So uh, I was just hoping you could shed some light on that and you did nothing. Um, no, I mean, it's the, they use it in the Lodge of Sorrow with the apron draped over it. All the stuff you read in the post. I mean, I... I've heard mention of it, but I've never seen it. I don't... So some people, uh, well, one poster in particular, basically said, with them wanting to shoot up our lodges, uh, maybe it's time we just go ahead and dispel some of these myths and misconceptions. Oh, God. That is so wrong-headed. Yeah, I had the same chat with our our committee doing our big big conference thing yesterday afterwards. I was chatting with these guys, explaining what I think a large part of the problem is. (laughs) And it's, Jason's phone? It's that very thing. This idea that Freemasonry needs to justify its existence to the outside world or really just care what they what they have to say. We've never done that. It's a relatively recent thing, you know, post William Morgan, I guess, here in the in the US. 
where suddenly we were concerned with what nutters in the outside world thought about our fraternity and started trying to justify it. And then later amending our fraternity to fit the image that we want the outside world to have of us. We shouldn't be concerned with that. We've got nothing to prove to anybody. Here's the problem with that though. It's so we go out and we tell them the truth, who we are, what we do, 100% the truth. We lay it all on the table, show no. all our cards. Let's say we do it. Then what they're going to say is, well, of course that's what you're saying because you wouldn't tell us the truth. Yeah. It changes nothing. Not only does it, even if it could change something, it's still not something we should do. Like we, the, the very, uh, the idea that we need to justify ourselves to anyone else is is the root of the problem. Freemasonry has nothing to explain to anybody except Freemasonry. Uh, I don't even think it, it's, it's that. I think it's even simpler than that. Just the nature of any organization that has a secret, people are going to assume the worst. Mm-hmm. You could put closed-circuit televisions. the nature of secrets. You could yes. put closed-circuit televisions in this room, show all three degrees on basic cable anybody can watch. Every time we're in this lodge room meeting... A, flip, switch of, a, a switch comes on and it automatically starts broadcasting. They can see everything we do every time people meet in this room. They're still going to say, well, they're having secret meetings somewhere mm-hmm. else. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not going to end no matter what you do. Yeah. So you're just wasting your time. I wouldn't even need to be a secret switch. You, you can have the cameras on 24-7 in here. You are. It's. But beyond trying to explain what we do to people who think we're, we're Satan, just the churches when we try to justify that freemasonry is not a religion and all these steps that we've taken as a fraternity to to try to pacify the naysayers have been mistakes every time and it's because the whole idea is a mistake freemasonry can stand on its own merits without explaining itself to anybody and we used to do that in fact you're charged to do that as an entered apprentice don't let yourself be drawn into arguments with the outside world because out of ignorance they'll ridicule all, all of that stuff. You just mm-hmm. just let them think what they'll think, and Freemasonry can stand on its own like it always has. Like the the London Air Ambulance thing that's on the whiteboard. Uh, uh, we should applaud those brothers for doing that too. That was a very expensive thing they did, and yeah. it's a really big deal in London. The more I read about that, the more I figured out like they have a really hard time doing ambulances the way that we do them just because of how London is situated. And the roads are narrow. Yeah, so these helicopters are like a really big deal. <laughs> and But the National Health Service, because they have like national health care. Socialism! Yeah, for whatever reason can't afford... Obamacare! Can't afford to replace these or it doesn't pay for them or it doesn't cover people using it. For some way or another, the... the I think the cost-of-benefit analysis is yeah. out of whack on that. Uh, so the Masons took it upon themselves that we're just going to furnish like four of these. And so this is like the third one, I think, that they were posting about. Uh, they've been they did they did one quite some time ago. And then there was another one like a year or two ago. And then there's this one. Uh, but these things are saving lives and making living in a democratic society that much better. Um, and that's what Freemasonry should be showing to the world. Instead of trying to justify ourselves, it's okay to show, like, we do that here at our lodge. Like, look, look at this thing we're doing, Mm -hmm. like, because it's cool and we wanted to do it. There's nothing wrong with that. But when that turns into trying to justify yourself, that's where I have problems. And I I was 
talking to this Grand Lodge committee about this yesterday. Like, that's my shtick, and that's what I'm going to be preaching from the rooftop. So if you don't like it, you should probably give me the boot now. Is that we don't need to justify ourselves, and we need to stop doing that. Because every time we try to do something along those lines, it hurts us. Well, I mean, just let our actions show who we are. Right. And if people don't want to buy it, okay, we don't care. Go go to your... Doesn't change nutter, our actions. I mean... Go back to your one-room nutter church in the woods and, and uh, preach your hateful sermon and kill some gay people in saran wrap and then uh, have a shootout with the FBI. God to, uh, doesn't love you. I'm I don't gonna, really care. I'm going to sum up everything Harlan just said in the last ten minutes in three words. Haters going to hate. And uh, can we... There you go. Can we cue... Uh, who is that? Jay Z, dirt off your shoulder. It's not just Jay Z. It's uh, the chick. What's the name of that song? I just had a brain fart. Beyonce. No. All right. While y'all talking about this, I got a pee pee because I just drank a Red Bull. Jason's got to get out of here because he knows exactly the song I'm talking about. And who? Taylor Swift. Oh God. Yeah, that one. So. Oh. No. Nope. Haters gonna hate Bruce. Nope. You're just gonna shake it off. Not gonna happen. Don't do it. Just shake it off. Don't do it. (laughs) <laughs> Don't do it, Harlan. Uh, is it bad that that's what came to my mind instead of Jay-Z when you said uh, that? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, a little bit. Uh, and then I couldn't remember who did that song. I yeah. would be more than okay with you doing the Jay-Z well, my, song. My though. problem with like pop culture and music is most of the songs I know is because I've heard them on the radio at some point, but otherwise have no idea like who did them or where they yeah, yeah I mean, so Taylor Swift is like half the songs on the radio in any way. Right, which is why that's probably where my mind went cuz I've heard that song a lot not just in the car like you go walking through the store and it's on mm-hmm. or the news in the morning and it's like the the segue between the casters and the it's commercial break. Nature of pop music. Yeah. Yeah. Top 40 man. It's where the good stuff is. <laughs> oh, why isn't Jason in here? Right, this is the conversation that we should be having with Jason. Actually, when he comes back, we're just going to tell him we've resolved the matter without him. Because um, hmm. this is going to be fun. You have to pretend to agree with me. <sighs> I do. <laughs> Welcome back, buddy. Oh, fantastic song. You have a good Thank tinker. you, Harlan. Yeah. So Bruce and I have decided uh, that uh, Top 40, that's... I, uh, that's where think, the good stuff is. I don't think Jason's going to go back and listen to the show anyway, so no. he won't even know. <laughs> Top 40. All right. We need to pull our music from there, too. Um, yeah, can we start playing more top-of-the-chart songs on the opening, closing, and during our mid-show Because breaks? our audience is more familiar with them, and they'll feel more comfortable with artists they know and love. Um, exactly. At the, but at, there are a whole lot of people that cultivate a nature of uh, familiarity. There are a whole lot of people who uh, enjoy discovering new artists. Yeah, I like new discovering songs. new artists too. It happens usually at least once a day uh, when I'm listening to a top forty station. There's some song I haven't heard yet. There's a lot of people who uh, don't like hearing what corporate America would like them to be a fan of. Just saying, maybe the Masonic Roundtable could do that. So what you're saying is, mm. haters gonna hate. You know, the Masonic Roundtable is uh, about to get a a big burst of viewers from our jurisdiction. Yeah, I heard you plugged them yesterday. I did. I was uh, I was talking about uh, social media in our big educational presentation, and I uh, I plugged uh, two of my favorite podcasts as examples of podcasts that you should listen to if you're not doing so already. And it was uh, the so Masonic Roundtable. Plugged this one twice. And Juan's <laughs> show. 
I did not plug our show. I don't feel that it's uh it's, it's appropriate true. for the mass audience of Masons. Um, I mean, it's the, the, you could listen to it's it. You're just not, not gonna like it. Not appropriate to do in person ever. Yeah, it's not even appropriate for me to be on this mic right now. No. Right. So, uh, yeah. So Juan and Nick, uh, you're both welcome for. Uh, and and I, I I'm comfortable saying this because I didn't think anybody was paying attention, like because everybody's sleeping through this thing and so on. But one of the slides. Talk. Right one, now. one of the slides that went up at the end was like my contact info if you had any further questions and it was like every social media outlets of like my Twitter handle my Reddit username and, was it your my... Reddit username after La Charlotte? no <laughs> no I thought about that I, I did I, I had it there in my original draft and then I redacted it to use my other oh, one I should have used that one because I yeah I, I didn't want to get into trouble again for plugging our podcast using the Grand Lodge as a this actual like voice box this time. I may do that um, in the future when I'm tired of doing this. Like my <laughs> oh, last presentation, okay. I'll just be pushing why you should listen to After Lodge. But uh, I'm hoping that brothers who didn't think of Masonic podcasts before are now looking for them, and so some of them are going to find us anyway. But uh, the roundtable and uh, whence came you, uh, and I know that people were listening because after I was done my phone just started blowing up and like vibrating out of my pocket and I pulled it down and I had like a bazillion Twitter notifications of people following me and, and people were sending me messages on Reddit. You're on Twitter? Google Plus, etc. I had yeah. no idea. <laughs> I don't follow him on Twitter. <laughs> Nobody. All of my followers now are, uh, are just uh, from that presentation. But yeah, so... Uh, they paid attention, so maybe they'll be uh, looking up your podcast, and so maybe Tuesday night you'll uh, have more than one viewer from our jurisdiction, because right now it's just me. Ouch. That's not true. <laughs> I tune in to poke fun sometimes. So, is, it, uh, is it okay that like I did a, a good thing for somebody, but I did it for selfish motives? Is that... I don't that still a how good it's thing? selfish motives. Well, because I didn't want to plug our podcast, and I needed a way for people to find it without like plugging it directly, so I needed a scapegoat to hold gonna... out, and I didn't want to hold up someone better than us. You should have so... just plugged... You should have just plugged <laughs> That's Reddit. That's because there's no one better than us. You should have plugged Reddit and been like, go I on did. our Freemasonry to find podcasts. I did. On Guess that who they would have found, Harlan? I didn't, I didn't put that with podcasts. I talked about Reddit in terms of like blogs and news and so on and how it's hard to like keep track of the thousands of different sites for Masonry-related topics. Right. But if you go to the Freemasonry subreddit, often people are cross-linking stuff from all these different places, and so you can just use that as a central place to check. Um, the problem. And all of this was was pointed towards leading folks to the light, which is mm-hmm. us. <laughs> That's a little bit of a stretch. Hmm. I mean, the problem with our Freemasonry when you get new people on there is they don't realize that we don't care if you're from a regular lodge or not. Yes, it's yes. for all Freemasons. If you call wow. yourself Freemason, you're more than welcome there. If you're not even a Freemason, you're still welcome there. So then people get, why are you letting this Clandy post up on here? Yep. Need to be shutting this down. Where's the mods? Mods! Mods! Well, I mean, no. you can't tile Reddit, so what's... How, everyone how, sounds like can't... a Sesame Street character on Reddit. Is that... <laughs> That's how I picture it anyway in my head. <laughs> mods! <laughs> it's, maybe it's just me. Either uh... They're either that or like when it's uh, Towson 
or Nick, I picture them sounding like the Kraft Macaroni and Cheese homeless guy that's got that great announcing voice. That's the other way I picture him, sounding like that guy. Kraft Macaroni and Cheese. That's fun. I always think of... Sad part is I've actually heard Nick talk, but Nick's voice in my head is not Nick's voice yeah. in real life. I so often think of uh, of Tiki Jack as the Kool-Aid man, so I guess we all do have the voices what? in the back of our heads. Yeah, He says way more than, hey, 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 hey. Yeah, but he shows up Wait, in that's a... Fat that's Albert. Fat Albert, yeah. It's a Kool-Aid man's... <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. That's it. Well, I think, like, whenever he's posting in a thread, like, somebody's posted something, there's a whole bunch of comments, you're reading them, and then you see Tiki Jack's name, and before you even read what he wrote, like, in my head, there's that video of the Kool-Aid man busting through the wall, <laughs> like, and I'm like, uh-oh, what's about to happen here? <laughs> I don't know. There's a few people like Ryan Mercer that every time I read their name on a comment, it's like, uh-oh, SpaghettiOs. Oh. You're never gonna get past this, are you? No, okay. probably not. Uh... So, the worst words you can hear from a newly raised brother at their first meeting, I thought it was going to be different. I wouldn't say those are the worst words you could hear, but I can't those share the worst words you could hear on the about radio. About the so. worst words you can hear, and I know what he's talking about, because that is exactly how I felt in my first meeting after being raised. I thought this See, was going to be I've, different. I this think that's normal. Because I think every single person who comes in here is going to have at least some misconceptions about what we are. Nobody can't. It's not even possible for somebody coming in to know what we are. I'm talking about that first meeting where it's a business meeting and you argue about the fence for 40 minutes. I I know what you're saying. And it's like, oh, this is what we really do? Right. All that other stuff was just shit. Okay. When do we get to do that again to someone else? Because I can't stand this. This is already boring. Somebody kill me now. This is my first meeting, and I think I'm done. Hey, how long after I'm raised can I be the Tyler? (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, I felt like that. It's I don't know how to combat that because business meetings... Education. ...are boring. Yeah, but they're also a necessary evil. They just need to be done better. I agree they do need to be done better. How do you do them better? Well, uh, if the master uses the rules of order like they should be used you can stop people from spending a 45 minute tangent on the fence post needing to be moved well when the master is the one leading that conversation yes yes <laughs> i don't think he's and gonna there gavel himself lies the down. Problem. i mean if you're the master you get through the necessary stuff so the reading of the minutes and the bills and then when you're asking for new and old business or if you're really well put together which no master since i've been here has been including myself um, you have that agenda set before you get to Lodge so that everybody knows what you're going to be talking about and knows if they even want to bother coming to the business But that's meeting. not fair because what if I got something to bring to the Lodge? Well, you should let the master know ahead of time. What if I thought of it during the meeting? I don't know. Uh, in most other organizations... So what you're saying is I should have to sign up to comment like we need to run this like some kind of city hall meeting where I, I get in line at the well, podium? Well, about it, but don't take 45 if, minutes. If, it's if a, you... If you just thought of something on the spot to say yeah. how are you going to even have 45 minutes of something to well, talk it, about? Well, that's not how it you should starts. You cover it all in five minutes. You stand up and talk about it for 30 seconds to a minute and then yes. three other people have to chime in and they add their own points Johnny Potts four stands or five up other people. and puts his hands in his pockets well, and rattles his keys what? and Johnny rocks Potts back and forth. can talk as long as he wants. So, but if He's most, the most other member. organizations, that's how it's, it's done is the, the chairperson, the president, uh, or the master in our case, because it's a business meeting, and our business meetings are actually very much just like 
the elks and the lions and the rotary and everyone else. You're taking care of club business. So why not run it like they run it? Because they do business meetings. The whole world that has organizations have to do business meetings to take care of that stuff. And if we ran it like that, you get the business stuff out of the way. And everybody's confident the business of the lodge is taken care of. And then do the stuff we really care about. So that's... What is that stuff? Some lodges are really effective at that because they get the business out of the way quickly and get done what needs to be done and then they close and go home like 20 minutes after they open lodge. Like uh, that lodge down in the hills but that, that's that we always lodge. favor. <laughs> but that's their lodge. That's also... If I come in, it's a 20-minute business meeting, although the business meeting didn't drag out and then next thing I know, I'm down the road. Like... <laughs> that one that we went to... Uh, when I was rolling around as a Grand Lodge Oopaloompa, where Lodge had opened at 7.30, and at 8 o'clock, we're standing in an empty, dark parking lot. We almost got locked in that building a couple times. I was like, oh, my God. So, yeah. Uh, what well, you I mean, fill it with also... beyond that depends on, on your lodge and, and what its members... Like, in our case, I think that would more likely be some occasionally some educational thing uh, because we all tend to really eat that up especially the discussion ones like uh, when Josh brought in the guy to talk about hermeticism I mean I really love George Washington presentations that's like my favorite thing ever like those kind of things aren't Masonic education Ooh, can we hear about the Cleopatra's Needle in Central Park again those are just time fillers can we please please watch that video from 1984 again to be fair the first time you see that it's interesting yes disagree you can disagree, but no, it was interesting it the first time I saw it. Interesting, like it's something. If I was scrolling through TV and it was on and I'd never seen it, like exactly. I would have watched it, exactly, and then I would have moved on. But I, I was you little... just hate it so much because we were traveling around with Grand Lodge and no, we ran into the, that guy everywhere. So you had to watch that forty-five first, minute thing. No, the first time I I watched it, I wanted. It. I don't believe the first time you watched that video, you you weren't watching it. Uh, no, I was watching it, but what irritated me was they're trying to like make scientific conclusions off of suppositions. Like every documentary ever. Mm-hmm. Agreed, but they're saying it like they're scientists. Like, <laughs> like every that's the documentary part that's me. ever. Yes. <laughs> A lot of them. But, but it was their language. Like, they weren't trying to be sensationalist, but like the very... Like, they're using that as proof of this whenever I'm like, well, a society that built, like, things like the pyramids are going to respect and love their architects. Like, they have a high place in society. And when you say things like a square clearly, you know, refers to us, no, it doesn't. Anybody who's, like, super into the building arts are going to think a square is a super important tool and may not have the same symbolism and reason behind it that we do. Because if you're going to build anything and it's going to stand up, you're probably going to use a square a lot. Yeah. I mean, I get that. But you're you're kind of making my point for me. <laughs> is that you paid enough attention because it was interesting enough right. for you to watch it to have arguments to refute why they're full of it. Okay. That's what education in a lodge would be about. Somebody puts up something that you completely disagree with, but it's interesting enough that you take the time to disagree with it. That's, like I mean, the George and, and Washington that's stuff. That's, that's what they all should be. When okay. people come to our lodge and they want to talk about George Washington was a mason, he did this, 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 and this. And it's it's so bad, and it's it's so overdone. Here he that, is crossing the Delaware. Like, half of that stuff could be utter BS, and they're just making it up, and I don't care enough to think through it 
to, to have arguments as to why it's just all phony. Because it's just not interesting. Did you know George Washington only had nine toes because of a lawnmower accident before he came to this country in England? Yeah, and I probably would have just nodded my head and said, yeah, yeah, can we be done now? Like that, because the George Washington thing is so overdone here. And, and so when I say Masonic education, I'm not talking about somebody bringing in some slides to talk about how George Washington was a Mason. One of George Washington's major hobbies was escape artist. He would often hang upside down from bridges and escape out of a burlap bag while uh, being handcuffed and shackled. Yeah. Now, if you want to come in and you want to talk about George Did you Washington, know that Harry Houdini performed the original milk can routine because of some letters he had found from George Washington to Martha about how he was planning on making a milk can escape? Actually, I might be interested in that one. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, I mean, it just depends on your lodge and what they want to do. In our lodge, I think just as often as doing some something informative, Bruce is getting on that he's already putting out his agenda for the whole year of who's coming what night to do Did what. Did you know George Washington but, had a fleet of trained bald eagles? No, I didn't know that. They would bring him back rodents and other furry animals every morning that he oh. could have for breakfast for his troops. Great. At our lodge, that I is think why the eagle is the, the symbol of our country. Would be spent uh, just closing the business meeting and doing our after lodge thing because that's what a lot of us really enjoy doing. Hold on, I have to interrupt with a an incredibly important bit of information. You said a fleet of eagles. Uh, a, a group of eagles is called a convocation. This isn't a group like in the wild. This is a fleet of eagles. They were trained. They were militarized eagles, son. Ah, so it's right. like an actual, like a because, like a troop. Yeah. Yes, because it's America and George Washington, so everything is about military and, and, and military no, discipline. No, I, I just thought and, it, and America you all might and, find it cool that a group of eagles is called a yes. convocation. You no, know, it is. I don't think that's awesome. You know what I a mean, group kind of, of, it would be better if it was a conclave. Do you know what a group of baboons is called? Uh, a Jason's family reunion. No, it's called a Congress of baboons. You didn't even let me finish the joke. You would have laughed at no. the joke. No, there's no joke there. Really? No, Jason's family running around showing each other their red behinds. Yes, is is normal that's business. Not, that's that's frightening. I agree. That's why I don't go. Why are their butts so red? Jason's the baboons. Or the baboons. <laughs> Both. <laughs> Well, thing, Jason, you want to feel that one? I'll show y'all my ass. That that, no. that thing's as white as a, as a new moon. Second of all, well, uh, we couldn't tell from the overgrowth. <laughs> we, there's a beard. <laughs> He's just got like twelve different looks on, on his face that he just. Hang on a second. Am I supposed to shave my ass? Because that would seem a little homosexual. Well, to it's me. not supposed it's to look holding... like your face. Yeah, okay. Like they have the go. same All amount right. of, of, of stuff going on. Here's my other question. When y'all Does been, your beard scratch the back of your when, knees? When have y'all, <laughs> y'all been looking at my ass? I haven't. It uh, sticks out your pants. I wear long shirts. That's not true at all. The bottom. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't. Do you put it all down one down pant leg or do you split it between the two? Or do you just pull the pants up and wherever it goes, that's where it sits? No? Okay. How do you get the tangles out? <laughs> Conditioner. Oh. Okay. <laughs> so uh, when you... That uh, explains why you only poop once a month. Because it's like a five-hour ordeal every time you do it. Get, he uses three uh, three containers of baby wipes every time. Dingle melons. <laughs> 
My ass is not that hairy, first of all. Second of all... It's like I'm 12. Second of all, <laughs> do you even have a follow-up? You guys are... <laughs> Thank you. Um, although I can understand why the only thing you can come after me on is my personal appearance. And it being rather Chewbacca-like. That's fine. <sighs> I mean, that's not the only thing. Pick a Pick a topic. That's what I thought. Harlan, let's move on. Please. Please. Uh, please. Uh, oh, uh, middle school there? jokes. Have, have we done all these? No. Yeah, we, we, we pretty much have. That one. Wait, what? Mm. What are we not doing? I don't really care about that one. No, I don't either. I'm, oh, it's I'm another. I'm upset you haven't called this guy out. I we did. Brother M is okay. the one who was a dick to the uh, one dude who was looking right. to join. There we go. Just so you know, um, what, what we're telling you is the After Lodge podcast is that you're not wrong. You're just an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. I so, mean, like, I don't know. It, but then again, like, the only thing I think could redeem this is is this dude's had dealings with him in the past, which I'm kind of leaning that way because he just comes off hostile right off the bat to this question. Well, I don't know. I mean, that dude came, I guess he gave up because then he came onto our subreddit and asked the same question. And, and like, I looked at his responses to the guy and they all seemed kind of genuine. He never, like, gave him crap back or anything. Then again, we could have like, missed I would him. hope that's the case. Like, he could be a well-known troll, and this dude, like, recognized the name, and that's he's, like, posted also. other trolly things, yeah. and he was going somewhere with this troll, it's, but this dude probably, cut him off. I mean, off. there's a 90% chance it's Tony. <laughs> well, it is, yeah. Like, uh, as we've discovered, uh, four-fifths of the users on Reddit are right. Tony. Not, not just our subreddit, just <laughs> no, Reddit in general. Just all of Reddit. <laughs> it's his long game. He's been running for, you know, a decade or more. I heard really. he was uniting. That uh, he's the one that... He's a lot smarter than I gave him credit for then. That's how oh. Uniden got caught, was all of Tony's alts were upvoting Uniden and downvoting people that disagreed with him. Here's the thing about Jack Girls. <laughs> Right, uh, so the last thing on the whiteboard is just another person coming in with their religious thing and about how they're different from everyone else and can I still join and you're not any different than anyone else. You're not special. This, this... uh, Yeah, nobody cares. There's so many of these. Why why are there so many of these? (sighs) Everybody comes in and is like, well, I've got this religious belief here. Because masonry has done a good job of making you think you have to be a white Christian to join, which is a problem. And straight. Not just Christian, Protestant, straight. Well, of course white. you got to be straight. Well, I mean, don't forget you got to be straight to be a Christian, don't you? Don't forget how we talk about every episode that we worship Baphomet. That may have something to do with their mm. confusion. Oh yeah, because as a Deist, I clearly want nothing to do with Baphomet. Well, what, what? man, I don't. Uh, also, this should not be their first stop. No, for I don't. Masonic information. If you <laughs> can answer the question, do you believe in one God, all wise, all powerful, and all good? That's it. Can you say yes? That can means you, the Christians can you can't not say yes. Join, right? Uh, why? Why do you open this can every time someone brings this up? Because they believe in three gods. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, the Maker of heaven and earth, That's of true. all that is seen and unseen. So Jesus, one God. Jesus do you do the whole God? creed? So Jesus ain't a God. One God. So Jesus is not a God. They're the same person. Hi, brother Cube. They're the same God. How are they the same person? How are they people? God, they're the same person. He's the man that can do anything. Then why did we name them different? Quit calling them a person, Sam. <laughs> I love idolatry in the morning. So why do we name them different if they're the same person, Sam? I don't know. Why don't 
when we find when we get there, why don't you find out? Why do we? Why do we get there, Sam? <laughs> what you're not looking at? You have why to send do me we, a telegram. Why do we refer to dihydrogen monoxide as three different names depending on what form it's presented in? Because it's different. Ice, ice is different from water, but it's the same. Water is different it's from the same steam. element. It is the same element, but it is different. It's presented. In I can drive in water. Ice shits. Okay, well you can see Jesus. You can't see God. I can't see the Holy Spirit or God. Okay. Well, you what can't is the Holy Spirit? What the hell have you seen? Jesus? I'm, if you were there. Uh, it, there were there were uh, wildlife plants of, of a certain yeah, kind. I was, involved, I was just going to say I've done a lot of yeah. drugs in my life, Sam. That's, I've, <laughs> I've, I've seen a lot more than Jesus. <laughs> he took hits with the Buddha himself. <laughs> How else am I supposed to attain oneness? His spirit animal is a uh, bearded a dragon with uh, dentures. <laughs> <laughs> he has to take them out when he breathes fire, because otherwise they won't stick. <laughs> Yeah. All right. I, that almost when he smiles when he when when your bearded dragon smiles though he gets that like cartoonish sparkle on one of the teeth. Ding. Yeah. Yeah. Are we, are we done with this? We're bullshit? done. I've named him. I've Mushu. been done since we started talking about food at the beginning because I kind of want to go. My spirit animal. Come on. I don't know. Is your spirit animal able to be found at a crystals? Because if so, yeah, why would you with, go to a crystal with the right kind of crystal? Yes. <laughs> Speaking of which, man, you got any of that meth? Because I ran out of cocaine yesterday. And... Man, we'll keep it on, man. Uh, in the car? No. At your no, house? I don't drive with that stuff. One law at a time. You're right. There we go. Yeah. Anyway, Harlan, shut it down. I'm tired of this. I'm tired of okay. you. I'm tired of Harlan. Shut it down. I'm tired of You know, Bruce. one day you're going to say that. Just shut it down, and then that's just going to clip off and be the end of the podcast. <laughs> and nobody will ever hear from any of us again. I think that would be fun. But for now, this has been episode 108 of the After Lodge podcast, brought to you from the Zionist and Crusader shared lodge hall in a small town near you. You can find the show notes for this or any other previously published episode of the After Lodge podcast at www.afterlodge.com. You can find us on Facebook or Twitter at After Lodge or shoot us an email at afterlodge at gmail.com. If you still use IRC, there are some Masons, I think, who hang out on IRC. You don't know because you're bad. IRC.snoonet.org, pound sign, Freemasonry. And, of course, the best place to find us, as always, is on the Freemasonry and After Lodge subreddits. If you're not on Reddit, you probably should get on there like ten years ago. So, that's it. Or now. Until next week, brothers. Crusade hard. Later. Head darn sleeping on the blacktop. Head darn running through the trees, honey. Head darn leaving for the next time. Lessing my sense catches up with me. On the number four Two witnesses blowing up high Not sure whose will be done You can call me a sinner For wondering why Head darling Sleeping on the black top Head darling Running through the trees honey Head darling Leaving for the next time Lesson my sense Catches up with me
liquor tastes sweeter in this town Could it be it's the same as the last? I swear I've seen your face elsewhere before Just as familiar as a bottle and a glass Hey darling, sleeping on the blacktop Hey darling, running through the trees, honey Hey darling, leaving for the next town Lesson my sense catches up with me Hey darling, sleeping on the blacktop Hey darling, running through the trees, honey Hey darling, leaving for the next town Lesson my sense catches up with me Catches up with me.